When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lolly Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dale Lolly, and uh, well, Steelers uh, training camp day uh, 12. Um, Apparently, uh, we got to start building the arcs out here in Latrobe. Uh, Steelers forced to move their practice to uh, Tuesday morning at 10:30 because of uh, rain in the afternoon. Uh, they just got it in today, and the rain's uh, let loose again. Uh, but uh, the Steelers did get a, a another physical practice in the books, and uh, once again, the the offense. Uh, showing up here with the in the in what probably will be the last padded practice of of this week, um, the offense goes out winning the uh, seven shots drill uh, five to two, and then uh, looking good in some of the uh, the short or they did a, a red zone uh, drills at the end of practice, and the offense did a good job there as well. Uh, Mitch Trubisky putting the offense in the uh, end zone on three of his four attempts in this. And uh, looking good doing so, um, the first two snaps of the drill uh, were runs to Benny Snell. Uh, Snell got in once. Uh, we stopped short of the goal line by Terrell Edmonds on his first opportunity, uh, but then got in on his next uh, his next trip. Uh, Trubisky then threw a nice pass to George Pickens in the back of the end zone. Uh, Pickens got a little toe tap in there just inside the, the end line and uh, – then on the, on the next play, uh, Trubisky rolls to his left at the, at the snap. It was a designed rollout. Um, they moved uh, Pickens, was stacked on his right, beside, or behind Chase Claypool. And at that point, um, actually, the Trubisky pass for the, for the touchdown was actually a, a pass to uh, Claypool, not George Pickens. Um, but on the next play, uh, Trubisky rolls to his left and – it was at the immediately on the snap Pickens had gone in motion and the defense went with him picking uh, Trubisky just rolls right into the end zone and goes in untouched uh, showing a nice burst there. And I think that's really something that's going to be underrated in his game this year. I think it's something that's being underrated perhaps in his game. Um, Mitch Trubisky's looked pretty good here over the last week. And, you know, I think when you, when you look at everything that he's done here, um, you know, I, I think so even some of the interceptions, maybe some of the struggles that he was having earlier in this camp 
were largely because he was trying some things out, testing some things out. If you remember, Ben Roethlisberger talked about doing that last year with guys like Pat Fryermuth, putting the ball in spots where only they could catch or seeing what their catch radius was, things of that nature. So I think Trubisky was doing some of that early on in this camp. And you can do that when you feel like you are the guy. And so whether he was told that he was the guy or whether he just felt that way all along, um, you know, I think we've seen quite a bit of that from Trubisky because he has really turned it on here of late. Again, the, the pass to Claypool in the back of the end zone for that first touchdown pass, um, Trubisky spotted him. Claypool started out in the slot on that play, and he had Pickens to his outside. So the, the, the defense dropped into a zone. Uh, Claypool, start, you know, got along the end line, and Trubisky didn't float the pass. He fired it in where only Claypool was going to have a chance to catch it and pulled that pass down, uh, did a nice job, again, of getting his toes down in the back of the end zone. But that's a that's a field pass. Like, you don't throw that pass to Deontay Johnson or Anthony Miller or one of the other smaller receivers on the team. That's, that's knowing who the receiver was and saying, okay, I'm going to put this where this guy can go get it. And so I think you're starting to see more of that comfort zone with Mitch Trubisky. Um, so I, I think this guy, you know, the, the, the things are only looking up with him uh, for sure. Uh, Mason Rudolph also got the team into the end zone on his one chance. He took, he took the third team snaps in this one. Um, Kenny Pickett was uh, over two or one for two in the seven shots drill. Uh, hit Gunner, uh, missed Gunner Olszewski, I'm sorry, in the end zone, but kind of overthrew him in his back corner. Uh, it was good coverage on the play. And then Pickett uh, rolled to his right, again, moving that pocket uh, and, and hit wide open Jalen Warren in the flat for a touchdown. Um, Warren, again, he's the guy that uh, I really, if you're looking for a camp phenom here from this uh, Steelers training camp, it's Jalen Warren. I mean, this kid can play. And I think he's really kind of pushing Benny Snell um, and that's brought out some, some better play from Benny Snell as well. So that's what you want. You want that kind of competition there. Um, Warren had the run of, uh, of training camp. Um, <laughs> you know, he just, he took a hand up, hand off, found a little hole in the middle, uh, kind of off, uh, off left guard and burst through the defense, made a nice cut to his left. And then got out into the open there and it took four defensive backs to get him on the ground. I mean, he is a load. Uh, it was about a 15 yard run, but boy, it was as nifty a 15 yard run as you'll see for a guy, uh, you know, a big power back like that. So uh, good. it was a good uh, day for, again, for uh, Jalen Warren. He just continues to impress. Um, you know, I, I really think that uh, the Steelers are starting to, uh, to find a little something with that running game as they get more and more physical. I'm going to be interested to see how that looks when they play the Seahawks on Saturday. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Mike Tomlin plays that offensive line unit um, as a group for at least a quarter in this game, just to see, give them a chance to get, gain a little continuity here. And as I said before, you know, everybody was asking, well, you know, how long is it going to take this offensive line to uh, gel? And then, you know, after a couple of days of practice, we're like, how come this offensive line isn't gelling yet? How, why does it look good? Well, that's the way it goes. Um, you know, it is, it is going to be, a, a, you know, a work in progress for that offensive line. But I will tell you this, they seem to have settled on a left guard. 
And it's not just because Kevin Dotson got hurt. In fact, uh, Mike Tomlin saying today uh, when uh, they were doing one-on-ones and uh, it was Kendrick Green uh, going up against uh, Cam Hayward and um, Tomlin yelling at, uh, at Kendrick Green. Come on, KG. We got one dog, one bone here now. And some of that's because Dotson was hurt. But honestly, it's because it also, you know, Kendrick Green's kind of winning that uh, winning that battle a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something that you want to see here. You want to see one of those guys take a step forward and win that job. And I think we've seen Kendrick Green start to do that. Of course, uh, Kevin Dotson dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury. Um, all kinds of stuff kind of happening out here at training camp. And, of course, uh, the Steelers have just two days of practice remaining here before they head back um, to Pittsburgh for their first game at Acroshore Stadium. And that's going to take, I know, fans a long time to uh, get used to saying Acroshore Stadium, but they'll get used to it. Trust me, you will. Uh, but we're going to take a break. We come back uh, with more here in just a bit on the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Dale Lally. This is the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And on Tuesday, Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, met with reporters uh, for a meeting that was supposed to be to, uh, specifically about uh, approving the sale, that the league approved the sale of the, the Denver Broncos. Uh, but it turned into Goodell talking a lot about what's going on with the Deshaun Watson situation. Of course, the league appealed that six-game suspension decision, and he was asked why the league is seeking, which is what they're seeking here, is a one-year suspension of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. And Goodell said, and I quote, because we've seen the evidence, uh, according to the NFL Network. Judge Robinson was very clear about the evidence. There were multiple violations here, and they were egregious, and it was – and it was predatory behavior. Those are things we felt were important for us to address in a way that's responsible. That's very important to, to note here. Uh, you know, this is the, the, the NFL gets to a point or has appointed the arbitrator who will now hear the, the uh, appeal of the six game suspension. And that guy's going to, his name is Peter Harvey. He kind of works for the league here. So the Cleveland Browns are in a little bit of trouble here in terms of what's going to happen in the 2022 season. Because I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's kind of been complaining since, since uh, Sue Robinson, Judge Sue Robinson came out with that six game suspension. It's going to be more than that, folks. It's going to be way more than that. And it could end up being the entire season. And suddenly, the Cleveland Browns season just looks like it's going to be just a disaster. Now, do they make a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or do something in that regards? 
Maybe if it, if it turns out that Deshaun Watson is done for the year, I think that's what the San Francisco 49ers are kind of waiting for here because they don't want to have to release Jimmy Garoppolo. They'd love to be able to trade him. But then if you're the Browns, you know, it, it, how long does it take you to get Jimmy Garoppolo up to speed? And is Jimmy Garoppolo healthy enough? Remember, he had offseason shoulder surgery. Um, nobody's seen him throw a football. He's not, it's not like he's working out with the 49ers right now. They told him to stay away. So, you know, Cleveland is probably going to have to see him throw before they make any kind of move. It's just a disaster. And, you know, for Steeler fans, I'm sure you have to appreciate, you have to like what you see when a team kind of self-destructs like that within your division. People keep asking me, why, why am I talking about what's going on with the Browns? What's a division team? And all I heard all offseason long, well, the Steelers, have the, the, they have the worst quarterback situation in the AFC North. Do they? I don't think so. <laughs> not with Deshaun Watson looking at a season-long suspension. That's just not reality. Uh, the reality is, is that Cleveland, once again, is in a mess. And this one's completely of their own doing. There's no, no reason for them to be in this situation other than they saw an opportunity to try to game the system to acquire Deshaun Watson. And certainly not on cheap, but that's neither here nor there. They're paying him a lot of money. They're going to give him a lot of money this year to probably not play football. That's going to do it for the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. We appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll see what happens with all that uh, this, and, and we'll start uh, seeing some games being played here across the NFL as week one of the NFL preseason starts to take place this week. It'll start Thursday, I believe. So uh, we'll start to see some games here, start to see some injuries as well. And, you know, you see if the Steelers can make it through uh, the preseason unscathed. That's always a big key. And that's why teams are, are trying to uh, limit the contact for some of their star players, Steelers among them, holding uh, guys like Cam Hayward, TJ Watt out of some of these, uh, even though the, they have a lot of contact drills, they still do that. Uh, but you can hear all of our shows here on the network. Listen to our Pitt, Penn State. Pirates, Steelers, Penguins. Uh, we got a, we got Pittsburgh sports covered in a way that nobody else does here in the Berg. I'll be back again tomorrow to give you more on the Dale Lally Show.